Hey everyone. So this week we started a series called Saints or Sinners, and we're asking the question, how do you view yourself? What is your perception of who you are um, in light of God and how that affects how you live out your life? Do you think that you are a person who follows God and is a saint, or do you think that um, as some streams of churchianity would put it, um, that you're a, a sinner and that you are not good enough, right? A lot of things come out of how we view ourselves and how we understand how God views us. So next week, we're going to jump into that question and kind of wrestle more with our own thoughts. But this week, I wanted to start out the series by saying, this is how God views you. Um, so we took a quick survey of the apostle slash disciple Peter's life and talked about all the things he did from the good to the bad. Jesus, you know, gave him an elevated status, said, you're the rock I'll build the church on. You're one of the inner three. But also he denied Jesus three times. He did miracles after Jesus came back to life, but he also started to sink, even though he did walk on water. Like, Peter was a complicated guy, right? He messed up, but he did some good stuff. And uh, we shared all of that story and we sang a song um, called Take Courage and we did it to remind ourselves that Peter messed up, but God still used him. And the big part we wanna remember is after Jesus came back to life, um, he has uh, a beach meeting and he cooks breakfast for the disciples and he asks Peter three times, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says yes each time. And every time Jesus responds, then feed my sheep. Um, one time he says, feed my lambs. But the idea is, take care of the people who are now trusting in me, in the kingdom of God, is what Jesus is telling Peter to do. And he's restoring Peter, because Peter denied him three times, and now he's like, three times, you, okay, you love me, we're cool now, get that out of your head, let's move forward. If Jesus can trust that guy, who in his worst moment, in Jesus' worst moment, acted like, Peter acted like he didn't know who Jesus was even though he was his close friend and was with him for three years and saw all of the miracles and all the things. If that guy could say out of fear, he didn't know who Jesus was. I don't know what you're holding on to um, in your life or any um, hurt or pain or mistakes that you have, but know that Jesus restored Peter and he wants to do the same for you. If you say to Jesus, I love you, then he has the same response. Go feed my sheep. So we talked about that. What does it take to be uh, a priest is a question we made. And we, we kind of came down to a general consensus in our conversation that it was just someone who, it doesn't even have to be a Christian person at this point, like just in a broad sense of the word, is someone who tries to act on behalf of God and teach other people about their religion, whatever it may be. Um, and that, that was, I think, a good place to start. Um, so with all that in mind, all that stuff about Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10, he writes this. You are a chosen people. And he's not just talking to Jewish people at this point. He's talking to anyone who trusted Jesus, which is exciting, right? You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he calls you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy, right? That last part, um, once you had no identity as a people, that part is a straight quote from the prophet Hosea. And 
That prophet saw what was going to happen. He knew that God's heart wasn't just for Jewish people, that the Jewish people were supposed to bless the entire world. That was the promise to Abraham. How are the Jewish people blessing the entire world if they were just focused in on themselves? The prophet Hosea was calling them to that. Um, people didn't get it. And Peter here, reading the Old Testament, recognizes, man, that's what Jesus is calling us to. Even if you weren't a Jewish person, you don't have to be a certain race, nationality, part of cer a certain cultural um, collection of people. If you trust in Jesus, you are now a new people. You are part of God's people. You are part of God's kingdom. You have a new identity, right? Which is super cool. Um, it was mind-blowing back then, and, and still today, it, it feels like it. That no matter what other boundaries we as humans try to put up, that Jesus can um, permeate all of those and bring all of us together under um, who he is and his kingdom. Um, that we are all together his people, which is amazing. Um, and he calls us priests, guys. That's the part we're really getting at, right? This is how God views us. You're not a sinner that God is angry at. You are a saint that God wants to use to teach other people about his kingdom, right? You are a chosen people. You are royal priests. You are a holy nation. You are God's very own possession. Do you believe that about yourself, right? This is something that we in the church don't always do a good job of reminding people of. Right? We think you have to have a certain degree or a certain education, and I'm not knocking the fact that people have spent tons of time studying so they can be um, well-trained and understand things and explain things to people deeply. Like There is a place for that, and we need that. But the thing is, all of us can do that, too. We can read all of these things, and we can study, and we can think that, and that doesn't have to be our vocation, our job. Right? Um, all of us are called by God to do this thing. Now, we all have different talents, and we can do it in different ways. Some people are good at teaching. Some people are good at being relational with people. Some people are, are good at telling stories. Whatever your thing is, God wants to use you, right? Um, it's not just about having a job at a church at all. Like, if we limit um, the preaching and sharing of the gospel and of the kingdom to that, which I think the American church has done a lot of, <laughs> we've, we're way off. Peter is reminding us, you, you, if you say yes to Jesus, I love you, feed his sheep. Tell people about him. Spread the news. We're all called to teach, invite, pray, and exemplify the life of the kingdom for everyone around us. And you're like, that's great, Brian. That sounds really nice, really nice. You're probably supposed to say that. But how can I be a priest? You don't know. I've fill in the blank, right? You've experienced pain, brokenness. Um, you've messed up big. You've intentionally done something that you knew God didn't want you to do, and you don't think that he can forgive you. Again, I submit Peter to you <laughs> as an example. All right, so we can minister to other people through our brokenness. That's part of the lesson that Jesus taught Peter, and he wants to teach us. Um, we did this activity where um, <laughs> I, we poked a bunch of holes in a box. We turned the lights off, and I put a light under the box. And the only way you could see the light was through the holes um, that shone through. Um, and that reminded us uh, in our time of communion that Jesus appears to his disciples and he reminds Peter he's loved and trusted and sent out. We all deny Jesus when we willingly choose something over him. We've all done it, every single one of us. Every, anytime we've, we've sinned and we 
know that it was a thing that God wouldn't have for us and we still chose to do it in spite of who he was, we denied Jesus. But guess what? He's not sitting there angry at you waiting to get back at you. He wants to restore you and have you get on with the thing he hopes for you to be doing, right? We all have places of deep hurt and pain, places of mistakes that feel too big to bounce back from, all right? But again, if you love Jesus, he will respond, feed my sheep, go do this thing. He has put his trust in you. Jesus could have stayed on earth for a long time and taught people and, and made his fame renowned and done miracles in Rome and all the big cities and then have people follow him, but he didn't choose to do that. He died, he came back to life, he poured into these disciples, the men and women who were there and saw him and followed him around and knew him deeply. And he said, guys, I trust you with this story. I trust you with telling everyone about God's kingdom. I trust you with telling everyone the truth about who they are and who God is and how we relate to each other, right? That's mind boggling to me, right? So we took our communion time as a chance to talk to God and ask and tell him how we feel about being a priest for him. Do you feel disqualified for some reason? Tell him why. Um, let him remind you what he thinks of you, right? Take some time to do that after you watch this video, right? Do you feel unprepared or unable? That's okay. Ask him for the courage and a sense of the Holy Spirit being with you. Um, and then make sure you hang out at Bible study so we can talk about things and figure stuff out and learn some more things and ask questions. That's what we're trying to do here. Um, if you feel more like a sinner than a saint, ask God to start working with you to change your perception of yourself. He wants to use you, yes you, to proclaim the good news of his grace and love to all humanity and to call us to live differently. You. Love you guys. Have a good week.